John Lund. Various Sports Talk Unleashed. John Lund from Cambria Radio in San Francisco. And this is a YouTube only. I'm just going to give you a few minutes here. The latest on uh, Aaron Judge. We're going to hear from John Morosi in just a second. And a couple of things that, uh, in talking to some people, we're starting to learn. And one thing that I think is a huge hang-up for the Giants. The odds are out in Vegas. Everyone's excited because the Giants are the new leader in the clubhouse, according to Vegas. I believe in Vegas for a lot of different things. As my dad used to tell me years ago, Vegas wasn't built on winners. But I'm not sure how accurate they are in terms of predicting via their odds how likely a player is to go to one place or another. But thanks for joining us. December 2nd, 2022. I want to first play a cut from John Morosi, and then I want to show you a picture of what the Giants lineup would look like with Aaron Judge. And it struck me that if it stays this way, there's no way Aaron Judge is coming to the Giants. So if you know John Paul Morosi, and uh, John Morosi comes on our show often on KNBR. And by the way, if you are new to the uh, YouTube channel, thank you very much. I should back up and say that. Uh, John Lund from KNBR Radio, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Monday through Friday with the voice of the 49ers, Greg Papa. We have a great time. We kick out a bunch of podcasts. I'm going to do this one a little bit differently. Like I said, I just want to give you an update on Aaron Judge. But thank you for subscribing. You can subscribe to the podcast where you get your favorite podcast. You should and should be. Thanks that you're listening, but uh, should be subscribing to, to the uh, YouTube channel as well. So thank you very much for doing all those things in advance. And then later on in the week or the weekend on uh, Friday, I will do another one of these later and do an extensive 49ers preview of the Dolphins. I got a bunch of stuff ready for you. So I, I just want to do a quick Aaron Judge update, then we'll do the uh, 49ers. I'll do that in the next, and we'll make that into the podcast and the YouTube and everything else. But let me first let you hear from our friend J.P. Morosi, the latest on Aaron Judge to the Giants, which he's saying is 50-50, but there is one big hang-up, and I wonder if Farhan Zaidi and the Giants can get past this. I really believe that Aaron Judge won't sign with the Giants unless... There is a credible and actionable plan to put a winning team around him that can get to the postseason. I don't think Aaron Judge will take on all that pressure and expectation of going across the country if he looks at the roster and says, we're going to finish 500 and behind the Dodgers and Padres. They're going to have to, whether it's Kodai Senga or one of the infielders, do something that validates Judge's faith and that is where I think Farhan Zaidi has to come up with a comprehensive plan in the next week to 10 days that shows Aaron Judge, you're not just going to come here and make a lot of money. You're going to come here and win and make the playoffs in 2023. Well, he's got to do All right, that's John Paul Morosi on the MLB Network. And I'll be honest with you, I, I, have, been, I have gone up and down. If you listen to the podcast with any regularity, if you watch the YouTube channel with any regularity, that's been my biggest issue. Aaron Judge has made it very clear. Probably wants to come home. Uh, all things being equal, he's a big fan of Buster Posey, big fan of Rich Arulia. I played on the podcast yesterday, and you can go back and watch it. Rich Arulia was on my show on KNBR and said, I could neither confirm or deny and kind of laugh. So he was obviously part of the recruiting process for Aaron Judge. A lot of things are in the favor of the Giants as far as the Yankees are concerned. And I, I was looking at it and I was thinking about a list today. As far as coming to the Giants, it's home. Uh, they'll have to top. I, I use this term all the time when it comes to Aaron Judge. You have to knock out the champ. You can't decision the champ. You have to knock out the champ. So if it's in the neighborhood of 8 and $300 million, like Jeff Passan said, then you've got to go probably 10 and 360, 10 and 375. 
uh, 12 and 400. I mean, you, you have to knock out the champ so that he goes, whoa, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave. So they're going to have to top the Yankees topper plus offer plus the tax difference. It's your childhood team. It's owned by your hero or one of the owners is best proposing now. It's a slightly easier division. You got the Dodgers in there. Padres aren't going to do this forever. And in the and the American League East, the Red Sox are always coming after you. The Blue Jays are a good young team. The Rays are always the Rays. Uh, the Orioles actually have maybe the best farm system in baseball. So the AL East is better than what the NL West is. Other fans here are easier on you. That's what we are. We're not New York. We're not going to boo you after you hit uh, 62 home runs like the Yankees fans did uh, in the postseason. So those are the pros to come to San Francisco. But for the Yankees, it's the easiest thing to do. Eight and three hundred million dollars. So you've already justified it. They offered you twenty two hundred thirteen million. So you're already making eighty seven million. You made your point. Uh, they're going to go out every year and win or try to. Let's stick a pin in that and come back to it in a minute because I think that's the fatal flaw. You don't have to move. It's familiar. He lives in Tampa in the offseason, which is where the Yankees train. And you can be a lifetime Yankee. I don't know if that's important to him, but for a lot of people, I think uh, staying with one franchise is a big thing. But what John Paul Morosi said right there could be the fatal flaw for the Giants in this whole process, which is if you look at the Dodgers, you don't have to question whether they're trying to win all the time. If you look at the Yankees, you obviously don't have to, to wonder. Uh, if you look at the Red Sox, you don't have to wonder. If you look at the Cardinals, you don't have to wonder. I mean, they traded for guys like Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt, and they always have a farm system that brings guys up. So when you're having contract negotiations with those teams, you might ask this, 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 and it all starts with money, of course. But players, especially as they get older, they want to win, and they want to know what your plan is to win. But with the Dodgers, they don't have to ask that. With the Yankees, they don't have to ask that. With the Cardinals, they don't have to ask that. With the Braves right now, they don't have to ask that. With the Padres right now, they don't have to ask that. With the Giants right now, and I keep hearing 107 wins, that seems like a lifetime ago. If you look at the team right now, they are much closer to the 81-win team than the 107-win team. They need a first baseman. Brandon Belt's not coming back. Tyro Estrada's at second base. That doesn't really... Give me a ton of confidence. Brandon Crawford's on his last year as a giant at shortstop. They just let Evan Longoria go. Is it Casey Schmidt at third base? Is it Wilmer Flores who has an iron glove? Uh, Joey Bart didn't distinguish himself last year other than being a high pick. I don't know what he is. Left field is who? Center field is who? Mike Yastrzemski's in right? Sorry. Uh, Aaron Judge in a second over him. He just hasn't been consistent the last couple of years. I like the guy. But I'd name just about every position on the field that is a major question mark. And, oh, by the way, you just lost Carlos Rodon, so you need a 1B. And your bullpen, which was so good over those 107 wins, you released three of those players from that bullpen, and you need to redo your bullpen. This is not a 107-win team. This is an 81-win team, and it's not even maybe that good. So Aaron Judge has to ask the question to Farhan Zaidi and the Giants, and this could be the fatal flaw. What are you going to do around me so that I'm not Mike Trout? Mike Trout seems content to take big, big contracts, live in the shadow of the Dodgers, and be the second-best team, second-most relevant team of two in Southern California. And I don't think Aaron Judge wants to do that. He's on the Yankees. And whether that means something to you or I, I'm a West Coast guy my whole life. So I understand the Yankees mystique. It just wouldn't mean anything to me if I played there. Okay, every you know all these guys want to make a big deal of it, and everybody continues to say that nobody leaves the Yankees and you're going to turn into Robinson Cano. I don't know if that's important to Aaron Judge. 
But what we have heard from consistent sources is, number one, money's always important. And number two is, are you going to win? And the, and the Giants have to answer that question. Now, Aaron Judge can very easily, or his agent, especially at the winter meetings coming up on, uh, this weekend, can easily go to Carlos Correa. He can text Carlos Correa. He can text Trey Turner. He can text Xander Bogarts. He can text Brandon Nimmo. He can text... I can go on down the line to all the free agents, Justin Verlander and Jacob DeGrom and all these different guys. Are you interested in the Giants? What do you think of the Giants? Would you come to the Giants if I went to the Giants? You know, it doesn't have to go through agents. He already knows right now whether guy what guys think of the Giants. And the biggest drawback to the Giants, and I don't want to hear 107 wins because I just explained how far they are away from that, is will you win? Are you going to consistently win? And although Farhan Zaidi hasn't been around very long, he seems to be more into dumpster diving and garage sales than actually writing big checks. Ah, oh, we almost got Bryce Harper. Oh, we almost got Giancarlo Stanton. It's not going to be good enough if they come in second place for a guy who is it's seemingly looking for a path to come home, but you are not convincing me that you can win, and that could be the fatal flaw. Who's around me? Now, look at this. Here's the biggest thing. I started laughing about this today because Major League Base, or MLB Network put up this graphic that shows the Giants lineup with Aaron Judge. Who's, if I'm Aaron Judge, I have Giancarlo Stanton behind me with the Yankees. And I have Glaber uh, Torres. And I have Anthony Rizzo. And I have DJ LeMayhew. And I'm probably going to go out. They're probably going to go out and add another guy. So I got four, five, six guys in my lineup. We got a pretty deep lineup. Who's going to protect me in San Francisco? Wilmer Flores, Jock Peterson, Mike Yastrzemski. There's nobody on this list that you're looking at that scares anybody. Now, you're going to go out and get Carlos Correa? That would change things. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a proponent for Cody Bellinger. You may not be at John Lund Radio. I'd love to hear back from you. I'd put Cody Bellinger in center. I'd put Aaron Judge in right. I'd put Carlos Correa at third base for a year. And I'd try to get a I'd try to get Kodai Senga, who I don't know enough about, but I did I have asked around. I have talked to a lot of major league baseball insiders, and a lot of people are excited for him over like four or five years over for about $75-80 million, which is, you know, remember J- Jacob DeGrom wants that wants forty million dollars a year. Justin Verlander wants forty million dollars a year. And a lot of people have told me, well, gee, will the Giants spend that money? Well, last offseason, the Texas Rangers, who aren't at the top of anybody's list in terms of bringing in, you know, of, of the financial side of things, they signed Corey Seager over $300 million. They signed Marcus Simeon at $275 million. And the last I checked, the San Diego Padres have Juan Soto, and they have Fernando Tatis Jr. and they have Manny Machado. They have three big contracts on their books. They seem to be fine. They're not. They don't have the financial resources that the San Francisco Giants have. You're supposed to be competing with the Los Angeles Dodgers. They seem to have endless funds. I mean, other teams are doing it that are smaller market. Now, obviously, the Dodgers aren't, but the Padres are. The Cardinals find a way to do things. They find a way to be in on a lot of these free agents. But there are teams like the Padres and the Rangers who have two and three guys. And I'm not saying that's necessarily the way to go. But if you're serious about Aaron Judge and you don't want to go explain to your fan base again like you did with Bryce Harper and Giancarlo Stanton and a number of others, ah, we came close. 
sorry, doesn't cut it. The number one thing this organization has to do in the offseason is convince players and convince agents that they're trying to win every single year. That means using the resources, using the finances. I, I don't trust you because I don't know Farhan enough. If I'm an agent or a player, you can't sell me on the farm system because nobody's come out of this farm system like the Cardinals who every single year bring guys out of the farm system or the or the Rays who bring guys out of the farm system. Trust us. We know these guys are good. Okay, we will. Or a team like the Yankees or a team like the Red Sox or a team teams who spend money on a consistent basis, the Dodgers. Hey, we'll spend. If you come here, Aaron Judge, we will spend. He doesn't know that. The Giants aren't known right now as a team that will spend. The Padres, I don't. I, I, they're not involved in Aaron Judge because I'm sure they're tapped out. They're maxed out. But if they were in a position to add and they said, look, we have Fernando Tatis and we have Juan Soto and we spend and we're aggressive, I, the Giants can't say that. They shop at thrift sales. They dumpster dive. Farhan loves to get great deals. Nice job of him. Not saying he hasn't. But I scratch my head when I think to myself, Jock Peterson, who's a part-time player, just got $20 million. That's where you splurge. I mean, that seems like me who go, you know, if I go on a drunk spree or something, and then I wake up the next day and I go, oh, I spent $20 million on Jock Peterson. What was I doing? I mean, that's what that's that that's what that expenditure seems like to me. Like, what was that? Were you drinking that day? Because that doesn't make any sense to me. Because Aaron Judge is you gotta wait on Aaron Judge first. Maybe you gotta go forty million dollars and you spent half that money on Jock Peterson. That makes no sense to me. So the, the latest on Aaron Judge is 50-50, according to John Morosi. Uh, we don't know the pull of home. We don't know how much he wants to remain a Yankee. All these other details. But it, but the fact that they, the Giants, continue to stay in the race in the Aaron Judge sweepstakes, in the Aaron Judge race, in the Aaron Judge business, according to all the insiders, is because he is waiting to me for the Giants to give him signs to come home. It seems like he wants to come home but you got to give them reasons to come home because this isn't the Pirates he's leaving like when Barry Bonds left. This is the Yankees. And it can be very comfortable and very easy for him to say, well, geez, I already live in Tampa, which is the offseason home of the Yankees. I'm already here. Um, I'm already beloved. I just had this great season. They're going to pay me at least $85 million over what they offered me. So I guess I'll just be comfortable and I'll stay here and I'll remain a Yankee the rest of my career. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I want to come home, but you got to show me something. And right now, the Giants haven't. So the biggest question around Aaron Judge doesn't seem to be, although I've said this consistently throughout this Aaron Judge process, that he hasn't, and I'm speaking of Farhan Zaidi, he hasn't written the big check yet. He wrote a three-year 36, or the Giants did under his leadership. Three years, $36 million for Anthony DiScalfani. Three-year contract, which has been a, a crusher, for Tommy LaStella, that's as long as they've gone on deals. The most money they spent on deals, Carlos Rodon got a one-year deal over $22 million. Brandon Crawford got a thank you very much for the season and the career at about $16 million. That's about what they've been spending. So I still do have my reservations that they're going to turn around after not really spending like that and spend $40 million or close to it on Aaron Judge. But okay, I'll get past that. But Aaron Judge is asking you the question right now, what else are you going to do? 
Now, maybe in that meeting, they satisfied Aaron Judge, and he's going, okay, all right. But I have a feeling they didn't because Penn hasn't gotten to paper. We haven't heard any other rumors other than Kodai Senga, the pitcher from Japan. And Aaron Judge doesn't probably know much about him either. He's looking for a Carlos Correa. Okay, you have my attention. Carlos Correa, Kodai Senga. Now you have my attention, and maybe Aaron Judge can look at the lineup and say, hey, someone's protecting me. But the lineup that I will throw up for you once again, there's no Aaron Judge protection in that lineup. And Aaron Judge is looking, I mean, let me ask you this, at John Lund Radio. Would you come to San Francisco with that lineup? Because if you were, you'd be Mike Trout. And the Angels added Shohei Otani, and they added Anthony Rendon, and it still hasn't made a difference. Mike Trout has been the solo artist for the Angels for years and years and years, and he seems not to care. But when you come from the Yankees, because Trout's been an Angel his whole career, it's like that's all he knows. What is it, one playoff series that he's been in? Aaron Judge knows the Yankees are going to try every single year. may not be successful, but they'll go get a Garrett Cole, and they'll go get a Giancarlo Stanton, and they do have a good farm system, and they'll go get an Anthony Rizzo, and they're they're trying to better themselves every single year, and they will spend money. Now, maybe they don't spend money like they did under Jordan Steinbrenner. They don't spend money like the Yankees. They don't, or excuse me, like the Dodgers. They don't spend money like the Mets, but they will try to field a competitive team every single year because that's what the fans and the media demand. Here, yeah, we like you to be better. We don't get that angry if you're not. Now, maybe that's a positive. Aaron Judge, you got booed in the after having a hit in New York. So again, we've gone over the cons a bunch of different times, and I don't. And Aaron Judge has been lipped about it that I don't know what is really important to him. This is another thing that I've said about Aaron Judge consistently. Not everybody wants to come home. Wants to come home, but think about yourself. Sometimes it's like you know what. I'm, this is home now. Steph Curry, the Bay Area is home for him. Not Charlotte, North Carolina, the Bay Area. And maybe one day he finishes up there, but when you become an adult and you live at a place, in a place, for a certain amount of time, that becomes home. That's where your friends are. That's where your family is. That's where your kids were born or raised and or raised. That's that's where your, your business ties are a lot of times. And so home is nice, and you go and you visit your your grandparents or your parents or your old friends or the places you used to eat or drink or whatever the case may be. But home is where you are now. So maybe home is New York for Aaron Judge. I don't know. Maybe home is Tampa where he spends the offseason. And maybe this home is a place to go back and have Thanksgiving dinner like he just did. I don't know. Or maybe home is such a big pull that, like I said, he's waiting for the Giants to make a move that so far has not been made. So just wanted to give you an update on him. Uh, John Morosi saying 50-50 on Aaron Judge. There's also the report that says he could sign by the end of the week. Well, today is Friday. So Friday is Friday the end of the week? It is for me. Uh, well, not really. I work on Sundays for the 49ers as well. But is Sunday the end of the week? A lot of people are speculating that he could sign by the start of the winter meetings, by this weekend. Well, if that's the case, I don't know that the Giants have done enough to sign Aaron Judge. But 50-50 is the number but could the deal breaker, could the whole thing fall apart because the Giants couldn't convince Aaron Judge that they had enough around him so he, that he didn't become the next Mike Trout?